0: I want to take some time to talk about the issue of being fruitful uh, in the sense, uh, not in the sense of being fruitful in the natural, uh, but some more, more specifically about spiritual growth. Uh, we know that when, when God created man, uh, when we read in the book of Genesis, we see that he created man in his image. Uh, he created us to be like Him, basically because He wanted to have fellowship with us. God, that has been kind of the story of the Bible, is God wanting to have fellowship with us humans. Uh, At the same time, it's kind of interesting to see that when God created man, from the very beginning, when He created man, one of the first things He told them was to be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over it. It's from Genesis 1.28. So one of the first things that God said is, be fruitful. We see the same thing in Genesis 9, uh, after the flood, when uh, Noah comes out of the ark. One of the first things that God tells uh, Noah is, uh, and as for, it's in Genesis 9.7, It says, and as for you, be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. So again, we see after the flood, one of the first thing that God tells Noah is to be fruitful, is to multiply. One of the first thing he told Adam and Eve was to be fruitful and to multiply. And of course, now we are going to be talking about uh, spiritual growth, but, but I think we learned something about, about God uh, in this matter, in the sense that God, he is very interested in us bearing fruit. I think that is true in the natural. God wants us to be fruitful and to develop to the, the gifts and the things that he has given us. He enjoys when, when we are fruitful and when we multiply what He has given us. But the same thing is also true when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to our spiritual life. God is very interested, and we see this very clearly from some of the passages that we are going to be reading today, that God is very interested in us producing fruit, bearing fruit. He is very interested in, uh, how to say, our development. If it's one thing that you learn about God when you read the Bible, is that He doesn't like stagnation. He doesn't like things that are dead, things that are not developing. He wants uh, us to grow. He wants us to develop. And we know any living thing, is supposed to grow. That, that's the natural uh, way of life, that things that are alive, they, they grow and they develop, develop. That's the same also when it comes to our spiritual life. If we have a healthy spiritual life, there should be some growth, some fruitfulness to, to our spiritual life. If there is no fruit, it's basically a sign that that things are not as they should be, that maybe we are even, how to say, dead spiritually, because dead things, they don't produce fruit. Uh, if things are healthy f- for us, when it comes to our spiritual development, there will be some development, some fruit, some progress. Uh, so what does it mean to, to bear fruit? What do we mean when when we talk about this issue of bearing fruit. Because very often we can talk about uh, spiritual matters matters, and we, we use all of these kind of metaphors and imagery and we can say yes and amen and we think we maybe understand but it's kind of a little bit defu- uh, vague. So I want to kind of spend a few minutes to talk about what what do we mean when we are talking about bearing fruit. What what does the Bible mean when the Bible is talking about bearing fruit? Uh, We know that uh, fruit is is a result of something. When you have an apple tree, the apple is a result of what is happening inside of the tree. Uh, So fruits are basically uh, a result of a a process. And just understanding that truth can actually uh, really help us when it comes to spiritual growth. Understanding that fruit is a is a, is a result of a process because very often, uh, as Christians, we want fruit instantan instantly. Uh, we want to somebody to lay our hands on our heads and uh, pray some powerful prayer and boom, we are just fruitful and things are good and everything, you know, we are just expanding and developing. No, fruits are, is a result of process uh, and it's a result of the process, like for instance, in the, with an apple. Uh, The apple is the result of something that is happening on the inside. The problem is that many Christians, they try to create fruit. They try to manufacture fruit in their own strength. Not understanding that fruit is not something that is supposed to be manufactured. It's not something that we are supposed to create. Fruit is supposed to be a result of what is happening in the inside of us, and when we understand that, it you can, how to say, let your shoulders down, because there are so many Christians that are struggling, because they want to develop, they want to be fruitful, uh, and they try with self-discipline, they try to muster up some willpower uh, and to uh, grow spiritually. And of course, I think there is a uh, self-discipline has absolutely uh, its right, uh, rightful place when it comes to spiritual development. But we need to understand also, it's very important that we understand that fruits come as a result of a life that is that is inside of us in other words the fruits in your life they are just the natural result of what is happening on the inside of you that's why Jesus he was saying in Matthew 7 uh, when he talks about false prophet he says you will know them by their fruits not by what they do, but by their fruits. Because there are many false prophets or preachers who can stand up and they can say wonderful words and they can have maybe charisma and it can look very fine, but that's not a sign of their spirituality. That's not a sign of what is happening on the inside of them. If we want to see a person's True spirituality, we need to look at the fruits of their lives. So what is fruits? Well, the Bible actually have a very uh, specific list of what fruit, what the fruit of the Spirit is. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, it's the result of the Holy Spirit gaining control, of our character, of the way we behave, the way we talk, the way we react to things around us, the result of the Holy Spirit gaining control of us, that is the fruit. And Paul talks about this in Galatians 5.22. Uh, um, Galatians 5.22, it says, but the fruits of the Spirit is love Joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. And many Christians they read that list and they go, Oh, that sounds wonderful, but I, I can never live up to this list. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. How in the world am I supposed to live like this? And the good news is, you cannot. And you say, is that good news? (laughs) Yes, because these things are supposed to be fruits. And they are not your fruits, but they are fruits of the Spirit, in other, in other words, what Paul is saying here is that the result of the Holy Spirit gaining control in you, moving into you, the result of the Holy Spirit in you is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. That is the natural result of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. It's not the natural result of your willpower or your self-discipline. It's the result of the Holy Spirit. And this is very, very important because so often we as Christians, We read Galatians 5.22, and we think, I need to produce this. So we go to work, and we try to work on ourselves, but the problem is that the fruit that is a result of my effort, they will always turn into pride. When the fruits that I produce is a result of me mustering up some willpower and managing to maybe become more loving, more kind, no more self-control. These things, when they are a result of my effort, they very quickly turn into pride. And we see that in so many Christians, that when they really maybe are able to, to, uh, to be kinder, to be more loving, to be more gentle, when they maybe uh, feel that they have prayed enough and read enough in the Bible, and they, they feel that they are, you know, now things are going good, then they can approach God thinking, oh yes, now, now I have had a really good week. Now now I can pray. Now, now God will listen to me. No, if, if your progress is a result of your willpower, eventually it will lead into pride. That's why the thing that Paul is talking about in Galatians 5.22 is supposed to be the result of the Spirit. And that's a much better way to develop. It's a lot more or less stressful way to develop. That doesn't mean that we should just sit down and do nothing. And and we will talk about that I'm not saying that we should just, you know, sit and watch Netflix and do whatever, you know, say, oh, yes, it's the Holy Spirit who will do the work in me. No, there is something that we should do. But the thing that we should do is not to produce the fruit. And that's where, that's often where the conflict comes, because we very often focus on producing the fruit. And in that process, we forget what we really should do. And we will talk about that at the end here, what, what our job should be. Um, our job, there is something we should do, but it, it is not to manufacture the fruit. That will come very automatically, completely automatically. It will be the most natural thing in the world for you, if you do what you're supposed to do if you understand what part of the job that belongs to you and what part belongs to the Holy Spirit. When we get these things right, bearing fruit becomes the most natural thing in the world. But the first thing is that we need to understand that it's a process. It's a process of something inside of us. And we need to understand that it's not supposed to be the result of our efforts, but it's supposed to be the fruit of the Spirit. And I think that is probably one of the really hard things for many Christians, because we, we want to do something. We, we, uh, I think it kind of is an inbuilt thing that, that we want to, to show God that we, we can do it. But you know, that's why I believe the Christian life, that starts with our death. We need to be crucified with Christ. We need to be crucified with him on the cross. And when we die, then he can live. We need less of us, more of him. Jesus says in John 12:24, uh, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless a grain of weed falls in the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. For us to really understand spiritual development, we need to understand that our ego, our, how to say, old nature, There is is a part of us that need to be buried, that need to be crucified, uh, that need to, maybe in baptism, be buried underwater. There is a part of us that needs to die in order for the Holy Spirit to be able to produce the life in us that He wants to produce. And so many Christians, they maybe understand this a little bit, but they have this idea that, you know, uh, it kind of becomes like 50% of the Holy Spirit and 50% of me. That, that's not how it works. God, He will not, you know, share the glory. He wants the glory. It's not, you know, 50% of your fruits and 50% of the Holy Spirit fruits. No, the Holy Spirit, He wants to be the only source to the spiritual fruits in your life. We need to understand that in order for us to to really grow spiritually, there needs to be a death to self. There needs to be uh, a point where we kind of give up, yield to God and say, God, I cannot do it on on my own. Uh, I need you, I need your help, I need your spirit. God, come and produce in me the things that you want to produce in me. I want to, uh, at the end here, I want to read uh, John 15, which is a powerful uh, passage when it comes to uh, bearing fruit. And in John 15, and we will read uh, uh, six verses from one to six. Uh, Jesus is saying, I am the true vine and my father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So we understand fruits are important. And every branch that bear fruits, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the words we have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the wine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the wine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bear, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them together and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. We see here, fruits are important. Jesus is saying, if we don't bear fruit, we will be cut off. If we do bear fruit, we will be pruned, so that we can produce more fruits. And that's, then he says something interesting. He says that, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it's abide abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. He's basically saying that you will never be able to produce a spiritual life in yourself. It will not happen. But he says that he who abides in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. In other words, if you are connected to him, it is impossible for you not to bear fruit. I want you to hear that. If you are connected to him, it is impossible for you not to produce fruit. At the same time, if you are not connected to him, it will be impossible for you to bear fruits. We need to understand that the key to spiritual growth, the key to bearing fruit in our lives is all about us being connected to him. What is, the part, what is the part of bearing fruit that belongs to me? My part is to make sure that I'm connected. That's the part that I'm supposed to, to make sure of. The bearing fruit part, he will take care of. I don't need to struggle with that. I just need to make sure that I'm connected. Because if I'm connected, I will bear fruit. And I will bear much fruit. This is such more easy way to develop spiritually, when we understand that my job is not to produce the fruit, my job is just to make sure that I'm connected. And we know this, when we have been somewhere where we have really encountered God, really experienced His presence, It becomes easy to be loving, to be kind, to be patient. When we really have experienced the presence of God and really been touched by Him, living holy becomes the most natural thing in the world. When you have really had an encounter with God, you don't want to go out and sin. It would be totally unnatural for you. The problem is when you wake up in the morning, and you start to do your own things, you maybe skip uh, spending time with God, you skip reading the Word, You, you skip being in the presence of God, you just go ahead doing your own things, and as the day unfolds, temptation comes, and suddenly it becomes so hard. Why? You forgot to connect. If you had connected, if you had been in the presence of God, if you uh, had take, taken time to meditate on the Word of God, to let His Word abide in you, when the temptation comes, that would be like, I don't want to do that. That that's, would be far from me to do that. Why? Because you have been connected to the wine. Our job is to make sure that we are connected to the wine. If you want to grow spiritually, you need to make sure that you are connected. And that is the part of bearing fruit that belongs to you. Make sure that you stay connected. And when you are connected, you will suddenly find your desires are changing. You will suddenly find that you become more loving, you become more peaceful, uh, you become more patient. Not because you are trying to to uh, develop yourself? No, it's happening naturally. Why? Because fruit is the natural result of the life that is flowing inside the tree. Fruit is the natural result of the life that is flowing inside of you. And when the life that is pulsating, pulsating inside of you, when that is the Holy Spirit, the, the presence of God, the Word of God, when those are the things that are flowing inside of you. The most natural thing in the world for you will be holiness. So God, He wants you to bear fruit. He doesn't want you to create fruit. He doesn't don't want you to manufacture fruit. He just wants you to make sure to stay connected to Him so that the Holy Spirit can start to flow, so the Holy Spirit can start to gain control in your life. And when that happens fruit becomes the most natural thing in the world. Amen. We will take a break and then we will continue next week uh, when it comes to what God is looking for when it comes to fruit. Uh, But we will take a break now and we will continue next week.